In this episode, I talk about the growth mindset and how it can affect every single aspect of your life. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome back to the Millennial Momentum Podcast. This is your host, Tom Malamo. You can find me, Tommy Tahoe, on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all social media. I'm very active. Come find me. Hit me up. Um, If you're new to the show, thank you. Welcome. This show is all focused on millennial personal development, and you're here because you're hungry. You want to get to the next level. You want to make more money. You want a better relationship, get in better shape, lose the weight. Um, get a promotion, whatever it may be. And I think in order to get to your next level, your next you, uh, your best self, you need three things. You need a dogged, relentless work ethic. You need a positive growth mindset attitude, which we'll talk about today. Uh, And third, you need a little momentum, right? Which is forward motion with energy. And sometimes you just need that spark, that little bit that gets the ball rolling downhill. Um, And I'm hoping that this show can be that spark. For you, the, the blogs I write, the videos, um, everything can be that spark for you. I hope it can be that spark for me. I'm, I'm searching for greatness. So I appreciate you here listening. The one thing I ask, if you find any value here, whether you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, checking this out on YouTube, um, just give a quick subscribe and a review, um, especially on iTunes, the review, but subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Appreciate you. Uh, and you know, just for what it's worth, I do this outside of my full-time job as a sales manager in, in San Francisco in technology. So this is done late nights, early mornings, weekends. Um, so this is you know one of the later evening episodes. So thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. The plug is done. All right. So we're gonna make this one a quick tactical episode, breaking down a book, one of my favorite books. Carol Dweck's Mindset, and this book was recommended to me indirectly from Tom Bilyeu, the founder of Quest Nutrition, billion-dollar company, um, the founder also of Impact Theory, who has an amazing uh, network, an amazing you know show, podcast, uh, blogs as well, very inspiring, very informational, um, and the guy is just an absolute savage, so look him up if you do not know him, but you know, mindset just addresses the overall idea of growth mindset. You hear that all the time. You got to have a growth mindset. You got to have a growth mindset. I say it all the time. And this is the book that actually backs it up with research. Um, and Carol Dweck is, is a very well-known um, you know, psychologist and, and has a lot of research around uh, the mindsets of what she determines is a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Right. And so she breaks this down and it just makes so much sense. And you when you read this book, you'll you'll think within yourself of where do I have a growth mindset? Where do I have a fixed mindset? Because no one is one or the other. One hundred percent. You have moments of growth, moments of fix and everyone's some sort of mix. It's not usually 50 50. It could be 60, 40, 80, 20 Uh, growth mindset and work fixed in my relationship, whatever it may be. Right. So um, she breaks that down in this book. And when I re- when I read the book, you know, I, I thought the first thing I thought of was, you know, in high school, growing up, um, you know, one of my best friends, the guy was a genius, probably still is. Uh, we're not super close anymore. 
Um, but he is really naturally talented. One of those guys that just, you know, he's taken all the different advanced placement courses. He'd get, you know, straight A's, got into some great schools, and he never really studied. And God, that pissed me off because I uh, studied harder. I, I wish I studied harder than I did in high school and in college. Um, but I, I had to work harder to get worse grades in easier classes. Uh, and the guy was a stud. And, you know, athletically, he was really gifted, too, in soccer, basketball, track. I mean, he was a really good athlete. And, again, it was, you know, it came naturally a lot of the time to him. And it was something that I was envious of and that I looked up to. And nowadays, I, I actually, you know, look at it the other way. And I admire people that are not naturally gifted and have to work really hard to get to where they need to be. And, you know, no fault on him. It was, it's it really, a, it's a matter of mindset and it's a matter of making the most of where you are. And so let's, let's get into the book and a few of the ways that, that Ms. Dweck uh, breaks down the two mindsets. You know, first off, she describes it as two different worlds, right? She says, in one world, effort is a bad thing. It, like failure, means you're not smart or talented. If you were, you wouldn't need effort. In the other world, effort is what makes you smart or talented. You have a choice. Mindsets are just beliefs. So although she notes that mindsets are just beliefs, I want to make something clear. These beliefs are absolutely imperative. They can change the world that you live in based on these beliefs. The belief that around effort. Right, So here's the thought. If I'm naturally gifted, if I'm great at podcasting or writing, I don't need to practice. I don't need to practice because I am great. And if I put in effort and I put in the practice and I put in the work and I do well, well, maybe I'm not that good naturally. Maybe it didn't come so easily. Maybe I'm not so great. After all, it was the work. If you can do well at something without the work, then you're all of a sudden you're special. You're a prodigy. You're a genius. You're gifted. If you have the growth mindset, however, you understand that although people do have natural abilities in certain areas and not natural abilities in others, effort is what makes you talented in something, makes you good at something, makes you great, one of the best in the world at something. You have the choice. So mindset is the belief. And ideally, the growth mindset in as many areas of your life as possible is what you want. So, one instance where the mindset's really important is in obstacles, right? You know, really dangerous part of that, of the fixed mindset is that it works for a period of time. It works when you're Everything's rosy when you're hitting your goals, when you're firing on all cylinders, when you have the the totem pole is low, when you're early on in your process. It works, man. I'm talented. I'm so good. You know, I'm 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 great at, um, you know, my my job. I'm 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 getting these promotions. I'm getting the accolades. I'm getting the achievements. I'm getting pats on the back. And it works for a while, until you get to a point where you hit that obstacle. Where you find that mountain where Seth Godin would call that the dip. That's when the two mindsets tend to view and respond to challenges differently. The fixed mindset sees that obstacle 
as a reason to quit. If it if I were good enough, it would be easy. I wouldn't need to put the work in if I were good enough. The growth mindset doesn't even quite see it that way. The growth mindset sees it as this is an obstacle. I am embracing this challenge because I you know, I in order to be the best, I need to hit this challenge and overcome it. You ever wonder why this why when you read about or you see all these, you know, really uh, successful people throughout history, uh, whether it's you know some of these war veterans, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's a politician, whether it's a writer, uh, a business person, entrepreneur, whatever, they always talk about their adversity, the obstacles. They wear it like a badge of honor. You know, they talk about the bad times. You see them get jacked up, and you hear it on this show all the time. The people that go through adversity, they get excited to talk about the obstacles that they overcame. You know, like Michael Jordan, everyone knows. He got cut from his high school basketball team. And then he, then he went on to become the greatest player of that sport of all time. So it's, although natural ability helps, being 6'6 helps. Being very athletic helps. But the growth mindset was a major factor. Because if he saw that as a fixed mindset opportunity, he would have just quit. He would have picked up another sport or he would have gone on to something else. And probably been very successful at that. But without the growth mindset, he would not be a basketball player. He would not be the greatest basketball player of all time. And what the growth mindset does is it allows him to view it as a challenge. A challenge to practice harder, learn more, work his ass off, and earn his position on the on the team the next year, and the next year on UNC, on the Chicago Bulls, and so on. Dweck writes that you know people in a growth mindset don't just seek challenge, they thrive on it. The bigger the challenge, the more they stretch. I'm going to repeat that. The people in a growth mindset don't just seek challenge, they thrive on it. The bigger the challenge, the more they stretch. So when you're coming up against that, oppor- uh, that obstacle, that mountain, that thing that's in your way, don't view it as an obstacle. View it as an opportunity. The obstacle is the way, as Ryan Holiday would say. Now let's go into some definitions, right? Because definitions are important. And precise language is really imperative if you want to have a happy and fulfilled life. So one word that I think is thrown around too frequently by everyone is success. That person's successful. You're not successful. I'm successful. I'm not successful. We tend to label that by artificial metrics, you know. He has so many Instagram followers. She got promoted. Uh, he's got a fancy car. She makes $100,000 a year. And there are all these bullshit metrics that define success. And there's no right way of defining success, right? John Wooden, who I appreciate, uh, his definition is around putting in the absolute effort to become your very best and having the peace of mind that you did everything you could to become your best. That's success to him. Whether he won the game or lost the game in basketball didn't matter. It's whether he prepared and put everything in that he could, right? So Tom Bilyeu, who recommended this book, the founder of Impact Theory and Quest Nutrition, he noted that his whole life transformed when he stopped valuing himself on being smart and being right. You know, and he started valuing himself on being a learner and being someone that grew. So when he came back at the end of the day, and he lost his biggest customer. His company's in financial issues. He has headaches about all these different scenarios. All these bad things are happening. 
In the fixed mindset, I'm not right, which means I'm not valuable, which leads to really, really dark places in your life if you don't find value in yourself. But if he says, hey, that I understand these are not great situations, but I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm getting better, I'm learning from the failure. Um, we lost our best customer. We will not do that again. We're not going to make that same mistake again. Yeah, still bad situations, but he's got the growth mindset to get better, that he's going to learn from them, and that his he's working on himself, that he's growing himself to become better. So value yourself at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, at every time of day, around being about growing and about learning, right? You're not afraid to take a chance if it's about learning. You're not afraid to follow your heart and go for your passion if you're about learning. You're not afraid to tell people how you feel. You're not afraid of a customer hanging up on you, shutting the door in your face. You're not afraid of anything. You're not afraid of that person, you know, that guy or girl uh, at the other side of the bar, you know, snubbing you. If you're about learning, life is better. There's so much green grass on the other side if you value yourself on being a learner and, and growing versus always being right and always getting it right and being a perfectionist. You got to let up the idea of being a perfectionist for the idea of growth and learning and getting better and understanding it's all part of the process. And once you cultivate that growth mindset for yourself, the next step is to spread it to others, right? You know, both mindsets can be spread to a team. They can affect everyone. It can be contagious, right? Um, Unfortunately, you know, Dweck mentions that most managers and CEOs become bosses, not leaders. They wield power instead of transforming themselves, their workers, and their organization. She mentions Winston Churchill, who's seen as one of the greatest leaders uh, in the history of the world. People um, you know, generally see him as such. And one interesting thing is that he had so many people around him saying how great he was and you know, you're doing so great and all of these ideas and, and opinions and, and notions that you're running are perfect. He actually formed and hired a team to only tell him bad news, to only tell him the news that everyone else was afraid to tell him. Because he was, he did not have a blind eye to understand that he had fixed mindset and that everything was rosy, everything was perfect. He wanted to know the ways that he could learn. He wanted to know how he could grow. He wanted to know where he was failing so that he could get better. He valued the right answer, not necessarily the one that would make him feel good. So if you're a leader out there in any way, regardless of what that means to you in a, in a business, in a family, on a team, Try to praise other people, not only on the end results that they produce. The team won a game, you closed a deal, the programmer fixed the bug on the software. But focus on the process that led there, right? Man, we practiced so hard all week, and that's how we won that game. You persisted when the customer told you no four times and added value, so you were able to close the deal. You put your ego aside, asked for help when we had that comp- when the software had that bug, and you fixed it with some help from other people. And I appreciate that you sought out your resources to do that. You see the difference there? You're you're praising the effort. You're praising the growth. You're not praising that you're so smart, you're so naturally gifted, you have the best jump shot in the league. 
you're a naturally gifted salesperson. No, you're, you're praising them on the skills that everyone has. Everyone can develop hard work. Everyone can develop you know, being a learner and um, being coachable and you know, being persistent and practicing hard and preparing. That's what you reward. That's what leads to long results following the process. You know, she also talks on the other end of not allowing fixed mindsets. She talks about the 2004 World Series champion Boston Red Sox. Shout out to the Red Sox, Boston guy. Um, and, you know, in 2004, if you remember, or the year before, that they had, you know, a lot of prima donnas. You know, Pedro was throwing Don Zimmer on the field. You had Manny, you had Nomar, you had some big names, guys that were prima donnas that were not ready to win. And they traded Nomar. They tried to trade, you know, Pedro, and they couldn't get anything for him. And, you know, the next year, because they let go, you know, they let go of Nomar, they set the tone, they developed everyone was a team, had a growth mindset, they did cowboy up, and they were able to reverse the curse, right? So it's setting the tone on the team that we do not allow fixed mindsets. We don't rest on our laurels. We get after it every day. We learn. We're not afraid of mistakes. Um, and we're, we're growers, And the last thing is relationships. The first kiss, love at first sight, the initial spark, the butterflies. They're part of most relationships. They're part of a lot of great relationships, and I don't mean to diminish them. But those are not what dictates what will last. As Dweck writes, in the growth mindset, there may still be that exciting initial combustion, but people in the mindset don't expect magic. They believe that in a good, lasting relationship comes from effort and from working through inevitable differences. They say that choosing a partner is choosing your problems. No one's perfect. Everyone's imperfections are another reason to love them. The growth mindset way to handle these imperfections is to address them and treat it as a working process with your partner. Right. So understanding, I'm not perfect, neither are you. Let's address that. Let's openly communicate about that. Right. If we have a fight that you know, or disagreement of some sort, or we don't see eye to eye on every single issue, that's okay. If we did, that would mean one of us is probably lying. The point is, work through that. Be upfront, communicate, and, you know, work through each other's imperfections so that you can love them, you can appreciate them, and you can grow together, right? Um, I asked my 80-year-old grandfather who was married for uh, over 50 years to my grandmother before she passed away. And I asked how he, how he did that. And he just said his work. <laughs> it's just work. Um, you know, the same way that we don't call Michael Jordan just naturally gifted. He's a hard worker. We don't call Bill Gates only a genius. We call him a really hard worker when you look behind it. Anyone that's successful, any relationship that's successful is not just from people are naturally gifted, they had chemistry, they had the spark. No, they worked for it. They figured out you know, the issues and they solved them one at a time. And it's a daily process and you got to put the time in, right? You got to put in whatever the time is to respect the other person and treat them well and whatever that means for you. I won't, you know, I'm not a relationship coach by any means, but it's something that is definitely a piece of the growth mindset. And so when you think about all of these factors, you might understand and, and really look within yourself. If you say, yeah, that's all me. I'm a growth mindset. Eh, probably not. 
look a little bit deeper. And if you say, oh, I'm, I'm a fixed mindset, I'm fucked, I'm screwed, I can't do anything, don't be so hard on yourself. You're likely, 99% chance you're somewhere in the middle there. And I like to think of myself as someone that is really more on the growth mindset uh, oriented side, especially in the last few years. But there are parts that I've struggled with. And, you know, the relationships is one that I've worked through and I've really been wor- I've worked on the last you know year or two on seeing the growth mindset and being a better communicator. I'm just getting into leadership and trying to help other people see the growth mindset, trying to get better at myself and learn from the failures the way that I'm messing up every single day so that the next day I can come in and help dominate and help people get better and help people become better versions of themselves, right? That's the ultimate goal in leadership. And so identify where you're at, focus on it, instill the growth mindset in yourself. Just consider the way that you think, the way you talk to yourself, the way you write things down, the way you project yourself on a daily basis, and the way that you value yourself on growth, on learning, on the commitments, on the end goal, and getting there over a long, slow journey rather than being there today. We've all got goals. We all want to get somewhere. It's not going to come easily. It's not going to come immediately. But over the long haul, if you do the right things, you keep the right mindset, and you keep growing and getting better, you're going to find your way there. And one thing that I write down every single day, I write down my goals. I write down my power list of things I need to do. And I write down this quote I learned from Tony Robbins. Every day, in every way, I am getting stronger and stronger. And on that note, folks, I hope you appreciated this book review. I hope you check it out, mindset, order it, read it, research it. I have no financial affiliation, but it's a great book for everyone, parents, teachers. There's some pieces on that. I'm not you know, in either of those fields, so I don't feel qualified to speak on them. But check out the book. If you found value, subscribe iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Um, Love you guys. Please share the word, pass it along. Till then, stay great. Have the growth mindset. Get after it. Out.